Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, 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 my friends. Happy Sunday. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talks Daily Podcast. Of course, with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And there's only one place to start, and that's at the beginning. And, of course, by looking ahead to a huge game in the Premier League at the Emirates. As Darren Bent's Arsenal face my very own Manchester United. I don't own them, but you know what I mean. We'll hear from both managers in a sec, as well as the former United midfielder, Lee Sharpie Sharp, and the former gunner, Adrian Clark. But first is Danny Murphy, who said it would be good for English football if Arsenal went on to win the Premier League title. I don't even know what that means. I think the history and the clashes and and the way those two clubs have competed, uh, it tells you everything that you need to know before a match is a huge game. It is a throwback, isn't it? For yeah. Finally, Arsenal versus Manchester United matters again. The way United are playing at the moment. Yeah, I think it makes for an, an unbelievable game. He has implemented a very clear way of playing. I think the players think that they bought into it. They have really good energy around the place. And um, a lot of things have changed in, in a very short period of time. So credit to him and, and the coaching staff for what they've done. In the moment we played them, you could already see uh, the manager with the coaching staff was for a long time already working uh, on the team. He's taken on one of the biggest clubs on the planet. He's dealt with some situations probably that he didn't anticipate when he walked through the door. He's come out on the right side of nearly all of them. I've been watching it all. They've been beating you know, a few teams and they had a good result against City. But let's not get the bunting out just yet. I think we're going to absolutely demolish them on Sunday. The team looks hungry. It looks like they're playing for him. It looks like there's a steeliness about them that wasn't there before. And that comes from discipline at the training ground. It comes from having a manager where you know if you step out of line, you're going to get trod on. What, what's he got wrong, really? Very little. It's up to us to beat that run. And yeah, we will do everything to do that. We have to be at our best to win on, on Sunday. Look, Emirates is a big advantage. They've been great, great at home surf. The only drop points is the nil-nil against Newcastle. They're certainly playing some great football Arsenal at the moment and they're looking like title winners at the moment. But like I said, there's a, there's a long way to go. For the good of football, I hope Arsenal win it. And I can, I'll say that now. I just think that City will win it. There is still a long way to go. Uh, can they keep everybody fit? I think if Arsenal win, it will be a fantastic three points for them and just carry on that brilliant momentum but when you've got to play City twice that's that's going to be the defining moment in many ways because if City beat them twice that will make it really tight and then we'll have a race on it just ramps up from, from here on in uh, the, the games get more and more pressure on, on each time uh, you, you're checking points you're checking teams around you if you're not to go and beat Arsenal there's, there's even more pressure on and when you've not been there and been in that situation and know how to handle it, it's, it's a very tricky situation. Our six, seven, eight games of the season. We know what to do. We have to be really good. We need a really good performance. But if we do, I think we have a good chance also to get out of that performance a good result. The table says what it says this season. 
but um, our main focus is on, on being prepared for a, for a big match. Now, looking back on yesterday's Premier League action and, of course, the pressure increased on under-fire Everton manager Frank Lampard after they were beaten 2-0 at West Ham. They're only off the bottom of the Premier League table on goal difference and here's the fallout from that game on the game day phone-in with Jamie O'Hara and the former Wales striker Dean Saunders. West Ham 2, Everton nil. a huge win for the Hammers, which lifts them out of the bottom three. Two first-half goals here have buried Everton in this battle at the bottom. As we looked away to the away end, lots of flags up with the ball out. They're not happy with the club that's been run at the moment. It's a challenging moment, of course it is, but I knew that when I came into this job, it was challenging last year. It's never stopped being challenging. I think it'll be challenging for the club for a while. Everton fans are passionate football fans who go and support their team week in, week out, and they are having to put up with that dire, dire performances every week. No heart, no desire, no running. It's looked like they've lost the dressing room. How long do you stick with it? Because it's Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard's trying to build a Clive Christian kitchen with a bag of B&Q blunt tools. You look at the cameras and you see the boards and when the camera pans over to Machiri and Kenwright and the smirking, this isn't anything that I'm equipped for at the moment. This is just seems to get them worse and worse and worse. Do you think Lampard should stay in the job? I think it's too early. Yeah? There's, there's, what, there's 18 games left. I think he should have gone after the Southampton game and mm. I think he should, but it, the question now is who comes in? People that are sort of, you know, hidden behind a, a phone or... A, any kind of outlet can say stuff because it gives them a good feeling um, and people like that attention to it. The less you can hear of that as a manager or the less it affects you, the better. Plenty of banners here, Adrian. Sacked the board to hell with Kenwright and Mashiri. The Everton fans are not happy and Frank Lampard may be in big trouble after this result. He's not getting a tune out of them, lads. No. Not good enough for Everton Football Club. Here's the simple solution. Get off the board's back. That's not the answer. Crack on. I'm just going to make it worse. Michel is the problem. He's nowhere near good enough to, in my opinion, um, not now just a Premier League manager. He's not good enough. Frank, love you to bits. You've said the right things. You're one of the few managers that do understand us as a football club, our passion, our desire, and what we want to see week in, week out. But he hasn't, he hasn't got the tools to do it. He hasn't got the know-how to do it. I'm not going to cry about my job. So it's challenging, yes, because every job is. Do I try and do my best in every aspect? Yes. He's got the world on his shoulders. He's clueless. There's no fight in him. He's a dead man. He should have went after the Wolves game. He hasn't got it. I absolutely don't fear. I'm proud to do the job. I never get that far down the line to, to fear. Um, I just do my job and get up every day and think how we can get a little bit better. And it's as simple as that. They're just absolutely dead. Like You can see there's nothing in them. Yeah, you talk about it being a relegation fight. They've got no fight. They've got no passing. They're not bothered. They're coming backwards. They're going sidewards. You know, there's passes on. There's no runs into space. There's nothing. They're absolutely dire. It's never been of a consequence to me whether an owner or a chairman or a board member at the club, at the game. I spent 18 months at Chelsea. The owner didn't come to one competitive game. It's not It's not about that for me. So you, you can read into it what you want. The fella looks on his, like on his backside. He's obviously a nice guy. He's doing the best he can. He hasn't got the tools yet, you can say that. But he's got some quality players, isn't it? And it's a really damaging defeat. It leaves them 19th as it stands. And it's just one win in 14 in all competitions. You have to keep going. You have to fight for, for Everton and be proud that you're playing and coaching Everton. I certainly am. And... That's it. He looked like a broken man, then, unfortunately, on the touchline for him. I think he's tight, saved a number there, but it's 
Elsewhere in the Premier League, Southampton lost at home again, losing 1 0 to Aston Villa and Liverpool. And Chelsea drew 0 0 in a ball draw. That was the day's early kickoff, and it was live on Talksport. Here's how the action sounded across the Talksport network. One of them could jump three places to six with a win, but right now they're ninth and tenth. How the mighty have fallen. Two and a half minutes on the clock and Chelsea are in front and Liverpool's defensive frailties are exposed once again. But the VAR seems to have suggested that an offside was indeed the case and that goal has been ruled out. It's still nil-nil. Bit of work to do for both these two clubs going forward. It's finished in Anfield. Liverpool nil. Chelsea nil. Here we go. Yeah, could be another chance here for West Ham United as oh, they put it into the back of the net. It's Jared Bowen again. Wouldn't you just know it? Bournemouth won. Nottingham Forest won. He was booed on by the Bournemouth fans. Sam Surridge against his former club. How big a goal could that be? for both these sides come the end of the season. Into the 88th minute, Leicester 2, Brighton 2, an equaliser for the substitute, Evan Ferguson. And a few moments after Southampton had a goal disallowed by a VAR, Ollie Watkins has responded at the other end. And Nathan Jones with that familiar sinking feeling. Full-time, Southampton nil, Aston Villa 1. The Newcastle go third, as for Palace, it's now one win in nine games. Full-time at Selhurst Park, Crystal Palace nil, Newcastle nil. On now to boxing. Chris Eubank Jr. lost to Liam Smith in the Manchester Arena last night. Here's all the reaction to the bout on Fight Night with Adam Catchell and Gareth A. Davis. Liam Smith has stopped Chris Eubank Jr. in absolutely sensational fashion. Spencer Oliver is in Manchester right now at the arena. That was the craziest, craziest 30 seconds I think I've seen for a long period of time, Spence, the way that that fight finished. Boys, that was absolutely insane. You know, Chris Eubank Jr. looked like he was getting hold of the contest the second round. First round, Gareth was right, he was nip and tuck. Second round, Eubank looked like he started to find his range. Third round, Eubank was letting dangerous uppercuts go and he was landing on Liam Smith. And if anything, I thought it looked like it was going to go the other way. Then mm. out of nowhere in the fourth round, Smith put a beautiful combination together, dropped Eubank Jr. heavily in the corner. He got up, the legs were completely gone. The referee could have stopped the fight then. He allowed him to continue. Another barrage of punches. Eubank was down again and he was in desperate trouble. Good stopper, either. Um, good, good stoppage there from the referee. And they are going absolutely insane in here. What an atmosphere and what a performance from Liam Smith. No one expected him to do that. You know, I picked Liam Smith to win a tight contest mm. and... Boy, that was incredible. What a performance from Smith. Weirdly, there was big money, wasn't there, on Smith winning six by rounds. stoppage in the sixth, which none of us expected. What? There's a huge hematoma on, uh, on the Eubank corner. Eubank face, on, yeah. on, on his right eye. A massive hematoma coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the finish was so dramatic. We went quiet here in the studio rather than made a lot of noise because it just came out of the blue and Eubank's shaking his head now like he can't Nobody's believe Nobody's ever done it. that to him. He's he, never, that, nobody's he, yeah. ever done that to him. Yeah, he, and, and the truth is, you know, that he was actually trying to fight on when he got up and yeah. Howard Foster had called it off, but he didn't realise where he was. 
Boys, he was totally, totally yeah. gone. He was gone from the first knockdown. No one expected that. Listen, George Groves up at 168. You know, the much bigger guy. And we know yeah. how heavy-handed George Groves was. He couldn't do that to him. That was a sensational performance. And the right stoppage. To, uh, Eubank Jr. was totally gone. I'm watching it again here right on, the, on the big monitors and he was totally gone. He'd done well, to be fair, to get up from that first one. But you know what, boys? He got up too soon. Mm. Inexperienced there because he's never had that he's never been. That's never and happened to him. Never happened. And he went across the ring like a drunk man. His legs were totally gone all over the place. He was allowed to continue, but boy, he was in desperate trouble. Wow, no one in here, 20,000 people, can actually believe this. They're all on their feet. The excitement is insane. What an atmosphere. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And we end the show today with some tennis chat. And Andy Murray's been knocked out of the Aussie Open, meaning that there are no more Brits left in the singles. Before we hear from Murray himself, here's TalkSport's Lisa O'Sullivan with all the details. Even though it looked impossible for Andy Murray after he lost the first set 6-1 in just 29 minutes, the Scottish legend still kept fans guessing into a fourth set. I gave everything that I had the last the last three matches, so I'm very, you know, I'm very proud of of that. But yeah, I'm also I'm also disappointed because I put loads of work into the beginning of this year. You know, was playing well enough to, you know, to have a a really good run and have a deep run and I think you know even tonight you know I'm competing against you know a guy 20 in the world you know and it's you know still very tight you know considering the circumstances so I feel like yeah I'm I'm disappointed because I feel like I could have I could have gone quite a bit further. But Roberto Bautista Agu was having a great day on the court four years after he beat Andy Murray sending him seemingly into retirement. 
The Spaniard's spectacular serving display guided him to victory in what he says was one of his toughest ever Grand Slam matches. You never know exactly when when the end is going to be, but I would like to go out playing tennis like this, you know, where I'm competing with the best players in the world in the biggest events and doing myself justice. Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app, wherever you get your podcasts from. I don't really care. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. I care about that. I'm back tomorrow afternoon at 4 p.m., of course, on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show, alongside Darren Bent, looking back at the weekend's Premier League action, and, of course, building up some Monday night football as Fulham hosts Spurs. There will be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a lovely day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.